0: Hello, hello, leaders. Welcome back, it's MJ Gordon here. Today, I'm gonna talk to you about the trap. If you're a minimalism, beware. So, okay, there is a trap even when you're a conscious minimalist, when you've been a minimalist for forever, whether or not you consider yourself a minimalist, How many of you guys actually consider yourself a minimalist? I'm really curious. See in the comments below, do you consider yourself a minimalist? Do you practice the philosophy of choosing the things that add value to your life and letting them go? Minimalism has been a huge part of my journey, especially my energy journey, because I realized that it was probably the biggest tool that helped me manage or cope when I had chronic fatigue. And it's still the biggest tool in allowing me to ex- assess where I spend my time and energy, and really being able to take that inventory so that I can manage my energy levels to a T. So it's crazy how unbelievably powerful the philosophy or the lifestyle of minimalism is as a tool. But what I've noticed lately is that despite the fact that I've gotten really good at choosing the things that add value in my life and identifying what things that I love, and it's just like, I wake up every morning feeling like, I have this most amazing life. Like, this is so awesome. Like, I love all my stuff. I love my house. I'm excited about the things that I'm going to do. I'm I'm excited about the people that I'm going to see. All these things feel so exciting. And so it's been this process of identifying the things that truly light me up. I still found a trap, a trap that leaks out time and energy, a trap that most of us more conscious or like seasoned, weathered, Senior minimalists like people who have done this for a while can fall into and you can fall into it early on, too So I wanted to share this with you guys in case you haven't noticed this little trap Um, And that trap is what I'll call the what adds value trap the keeping what adds value trap And this Okay, so before I go into this, I know you're gonna be like, but wait MJ You told me to identify the things that value keep those things focus on those things remove the things that don't But here's the trap you can still do that in excess you can still look at things and be like this adds value this adds value this adds value this adds value and all of a sudden you're spending your time and energy spreading so thin that you're not really fully getting the value out of those things or those items or those events people obligations etc and i'll give you a couple examples here because you end up spending a lot of time and energy trying to upkeep all these things that add value and then losing a bunch of time and energy because you're getting nowhere or feeling unfulfilled or feeling overwhelmed and obligated still so for me i notice this mainly in my hobbies i have tons of hobbies like books music things that i want to do with my body like skills that i want to learn but when it comes to hobbies i notice that i receive books people give me a lot of books because i like books or things will go on sale, or I get Amazon credit from reading or buying books, and then I use those books as credit. And now I realize I have this massive library of books that I have yet to read. And I'm pretty—I'm getting pretty good. Like it's my goal this year to read 30, 20, or 30 books. Like I'll be really happy with 20, but ecstatic with 30. It's—it's it's a goal. It's something I've never done. Um, but at the same time I have like all these other goals. And so how much can you really take on? How much can you really put on yourself? Yes, they add value. Yes, these are good things. They enrich your life. They enrich you as a person on your journey of personal growth. A lot of these things are very good for you as far as restoration and taking time for yourself, but are they starting to overwhelm you? Are you starting to feel stressed out or now jittery in the mind? shooting those fight or flight symptoms, using a lot of energy, because now you feel all this pressure, like you have to do this, you have to accomplish it, get it done in order to keep up, in order to better yourself as a person, in order to really live an experiential lifestyle. Um, I was playing the ukulele for probably the last three to four years, and then I got this guitar. And I first learned string instruments on a guitar. And it took a long time learning and figuring, I have small hands, so it was, kind of a skill to acquire how to stretch those fingers. And then I was like, I wanna travel and I want something light and something easy. And so I got a ukulele. And when I received this guitar recently, it's like I forgot everything. And you'll have to excuse any noise you might hear because they are power washing out there. But I literally got on this guitar, something that I spent like a year and a half learning every single day and I forgot everything. And so it was really fun at first getting on the guitar and trying to remember, of course you don't lose all your skills entirely. It took me a few days to start, but I forgot all the chords. And then I did that for a few weeks and I said, okay, I'm gonna come back to the ukulele. And then I got to the ukulele and then I forgot things again too. And I was starting to mix them up and I was like, how do you play an instrument for four years and then kind of just forget or just puts this, so the transition, like held me up and it's not a bad thing like if you really enjoy that like i know there are people who are really into music that can do this and can go from one instrument to the next but what i feel like is i don't have the time or i've not put in the energy to really solidify my knowledge in one or the other so when i kept coming back it kept creating a thing to spend more time and energy on just to get back on course and recorrect the course for both. So I do this with my skills as well I over budget my time and energy, I want to do yoga, and for some reason I decided to do my 500 hour plus my prenatal and now my yin certification at the same time, and then I noticed, I was like, okay, how do I get into yoga nidra? And I was like, hold it, stop it, stop it. Like, we're not gonna get into yoga nidra until you complete the 500 and your yin certification because it just becomes too much. Because we're such learners and growers, because we want so much information and we wanna seek to have knowledge and value in our lives, it's really easy to look at these things and say, well, this is enriching. This is value adding. And yes, while those things are, keep in mind that you have only so much time and energy. And if you spread your time and energy really thin, like think of soil. If you have tons of seeds that have the potential to grow into magnificent plants that reap all this fruit, but your soil is spread super thin, how deep can those roots really grow and how strong and sturdy can that plant become to give you the fruits and vegetables or the rendering that you want out of it. And this is what's starting to happen. And if you wanna be a jack of all trades master or not, and that's where you get lit up and that's where you have fun, like just piddling around and things left and right, that's totally cool. For myself, I want to feel like growth and a continuum on a certain level and I also wanna feel like sometimes I can come to sit down and play the guitar and just like do this freely. But then I can't because I forgot, because my mind and my energy have been elsewhere or on a bunch of different instruments. So another area that I noticed this in too for myself, aside from hobbies and skills, is in my business. My business, I like to accumulate a lot of books, book myself for a lot of events, go to seminars. I'm in three mastermind coaching groups right now. And what I find is now my schedule is full of having to show up to these implementation groups and on these phone calls and talking to the mentors. And now because there's three, I have like three different things to implement every single week or month after I get off the phone. And now I'm not actually doing the work that I wanna do because I'm trying to do all this homework and all this stuff and it became overwhelming and stressful and then one person says one thing and the other person says the other and it it doesn't really match and you're trying to like solve this problem that never would have existed if you would have just picked one and as you can see like it starts to get really overwhelming and so I had to stop and say hey what adds the most value to me right now what is my goal right now what's going to get me there. Even all three might add value to that goal. Like what is the top thing that is enriching my life in this perspective right now? And I have to let go of the rest because the rest was occupying time, space, and energy to do other things that were equally as important as learning and researching and applying new strategy to my business goals. Another area that I found this in is in who I follow on the internet. There is so many amazing, inspiring people and so much good information out there, but then I find that my husband and I have a tendency to get sucked down the web hole. And even though it's not like looking at social media for comparison or looking at it to live a life that I wish and dream for that is not my life. but we look at it to learn about greenhouses and microgreens. and lately we've been learning about many many things as far as gardening goes. We can get sucked into this hole of learning a bunch of new ideas and researching and looking at people and things who trigger those inspirations that all of a sudden we're like, oop, it's been half an hour I've been doing this and I was supposed to just, eat a little snack and get back to work. Or I was supposed to be looking up some art project for the kids because they're waiting on me. And even though they're self entertaining right now, I got sucked into looking at a bunch of other cool art projects totally irrelevant to what's going on in the present moment so what i've done is i've saved certain things i've learned to pinterest if you haven't followed me yet on pinterest i'll stick the link below because i have started pinteresting because i'm like you know what i'm going to get back to this later and then it kind of creates like a later list so that i don't get distracted from doing the things that i do now and i will say as a caveat most of my later list I rarely get back to. I allot a specific amount of time every single week to do the research and to kind of piddle around the internet looking for things that I wanted to or was inspired to throughout the week. And most of the time I pick just the top that stay inspiring later on in that week and then let go of the rest. So that's been super helpful. Lastly is tools, like tools in your home, Um, whether it's kitchen tools or car tools. I Really, I'll say on the last note Um, free stuff, if you practice minimalism and you start acquiring the things that you really truly like and keeping those things, you start to find that you don't need much stuff and you don't spend much time or energy looking at new stuff or acquiring new stuff or trying to sort between the new stuff and the old stuff. That goes away and it saves you a ton of time and energy. But what I will say happens is people start giving you a bunch of stuff. And I don't know why when you're not a minimalist, this doesn't happen, but for some reason when you're minimalist, this happens. And then the tough thing is most of my family and friends are pretty minimal. So I try to pass along what might help. And and they're just equally as picky and equally as selective as I am. So the free stuff has been really easy for me coming from a third world country and kind of growing up in that awareness of the mindset that you shouldn't waste and stuff. It's really tough for me not to be like, okay, well we could use that, we could use that, we could use that. And start accumulating all these potential tools for the future for a later use we don't even know when it's going to be useful but we know it's useful for something that could be very very important and we never end up using it so a couple examples of this is like those um, waterproof blankets that you can set down in the park or like at the beach we never use those and we go to the park and the beach all the time and we're never like hey let's bring our waterproof blanket to set down because we just set our towels down or just sit on the ground and don't care and so I've had to tell myself that when there is free things or free items or people are like, hey, I got some free stuff, you wanna check this out or uh, you know, I got this bag it, and it happens so much, I just have to say no, no thanks. Like, in my mind, there's nothing that I need and if there is something I need, I, like the other day, my brother-in-law was in and he's like, hey, I got all this extra stuff and I'm moving and I said, um, if you have any fitted sheets that are queen size and white towels, because all my towels are white, um, then I will take those. But other than that, I don't want anything and I don't wanna look at anything because I don't need anything. And it's so easy to look at things that are free and even though you don't need it, be like, well, it's free and I could use it and take it. And so those things take up so much time and energy and it's a trap to to think. The trap is to think that you need everything that adds value or that it's okay to accumulate a ton of things that add value. This is where the amount or the quantity it it varies for you in your life, but where you have to get really honest about what your priorities are and where you want to spend your time and energy. Like I said, for some people, they like having five different instruments and being able to play around and, and they know how to do that seamlessly. For me, I like learning something and growing and, in that process, like really becoming intimate and comfortable and aware and grow my skill in it. And if I don't feel like I'm growing and I'm just moving from one thing to the next without really getting anywhere that's like deeper and more intimate for me, then I lose my own passion. And, and for you and for us, that's just understanding what you like, what you don't like. And sometimes it takes just testing and trying it out and finding and figuring that out for yourself um, and not feeling guilty about it because it has taken me like 15 years to get here and I'm still figuring things out, but I did want to come here and share with you that trap that I noticed does have a tendency to happen and occur, and what you really got to do is just pick one thing, feel really good about it, and really love up on that thing, that hobby, that skill, or wherever you're putting your attention to, and really feel what it feels like to feel fulfilled and to feel really proud of yourself for the effort and the commitment that you've had Um, you know, with your time in that thing. And that's something that I've really been trying to focus on for myself because I do have a tendency to over-accumulate things of value. Do you have this tendency? And if so, I want to know what things of value you over-accumulate in the comments below. And if you haven't checked it out yet, I redid the Simplifying Life for Energy. It's got all kinds of decluttering lists, grocery lists, and how to use it to create more energy and space in your life. I'll stick that in the link below. You can download it for absolutely free. And I just want to thank you guys for being here and for watching. I hope you enjoyed this video. Let me know by hitting the thumbs up, subscribe for more, and I will see you next time. Ciao.